I am extremely happy to announce that today's episode of My View on the View is sponsored by Audible. So be sure to check the Audible link in the description box if you're interested in getting 30 free days of Audible, a 30-day free trial. As many books as you want to listen to for you, your children, whatever the genre, of course, not just books, but movies as well, everything that Audible has to offer free for 30 days, check the description box. Let's go into the podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to My View on the View Radio. I'm your host, MVOTV. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. I don't know what the weather's like where you are right now, but it is raining where I am. And you know what? I'm glad, though, because we need it. Are any of you guys in some of the drought-stricken areas here in the U.S.? Shout out to all our international listeners, by the way. But, you know, I live in a drought-stricken area, and I know that everybody, the birds, all of us, we're just thankful for the rain, okay? And it's been going on now for several days, so we are very grateful, okay? So listen, if you are a new listener and you found this uh, on any of the podcasting platforms, this radio program, and you were just bored and you thought, hey, let me just see what this woman is talking about, listen, you may have some questions about me, the music I typically use, I'm not using it today. Um, Listen, check the description box, okay? No matter where you're listening to the sound of my voice, what you need to know, I promise you, is there. All right? Now, I want to tell you that I just wanted to come on and chat with you today. Nothing formal. I'm not going to play any clips. I'm just going to chat with you. Is that okay? So I want you to make this time with me today as one of your, like, drive time radio listening adventures. Okay, like something you listen to when you're in the bathroom getting ready for work or getting ready to go pick your kids up from school or those of you, shout out to all of you in college, you know, like you're walking in between classes or you're on the subway. This is kind of what it is because I'm just chatting with you. Okay, now having said that, I now need to tell you something. Okay, I need to give you a disclaimer. You saw the title, right? So you do have an idea what I'm going to be discussing with you, right? Let me just tell you this. If you are a Christian listening to me, um, let me be more specific. If you are a Bible-believing Christian, some of the things I'm going to be saying today may be very offensive to you. Like they may actually trigger you. And you may get very angry with me. And you may decide that's it. (laughs) I'm not listening to whoever that is again. This is what I need to tell you. First of all, I'm a Christian too. I've been born again for 25 years. I recently celebrated my 25th, what I call spiritual birthday. I gave my life to Jesus Christ, June 30th, 1996. So you need to know that. But you also need to know I'm, I'm perfectly okay with you leaving. If you hear something that, you know, if you can't, if you're not okay with hearing someone who has a different opinion than yours, like if that is really irking to you, you would, you don't need to be here anyway. Because surely we should know by now that as we go through this life, there are going to be folks we encounter, whether online or in person, who see an issue very differently than we do. But also what I need to tell you is, as a Christian, I have no problem calling out my own behavior when it doesn't line up with what I believe. And I also don't have any problem calling out someone else's behavior if I feel like their behavior is doing damage to the faith or doing damage to the cause of Christ. Like I have no problem doing that as 
the Apostle Paul had no problem. Remember, he said, Hymenaeus and Philetus have erred from the faith. Basically, they're over there causing problems. <laughs> and so he called out folks' names. So I don't know where we get this idea that as Christians, we are not to criticize other Christians. It is not biblical, and it's definitely not scriptural, okay? Now, are we supposed to be going around just trying to hurt folks? Well, see, that's different, isn't it? The spirit of that is very different, okay? So having given you that disclaimer, let's rock and roll. So guys, you probably don't know this. If you haven't been with me for years, now I haven't been where you are for years, but I started my view on the view on YouTube in 2018. Okay. Other than the Oprah Winfrey show, which went off the air, what, 2010, 2011, whenever it was at 25 years, that was like literally my absolute favorite show of all time. Right. And then right after that was the view. Okay. So I've been on YouTube talking about the show since 2018 with my view on the view. Okay. But I will tell you what you probably also don't know is that all this time up until recently, I was one of those viewers, you know, saying that the view needed to give Elizabeth Hasselbeck another chance. You remember they fired her. What was it? 2013, 2014. I can't remember. It's been so many years ago, but you know, the girl got fired. Right. And so, you know, and I, listen, I wasn't saying that they need to give her another chance because she was so great and I just loved her so much. Listen, Elizabeth worked my nerves too, child. Okay. She got on my nerves too, you know, because, you know, all of us, whether we're Christians or non-Christians or whatever, we can all come across as self-righteous. Maybe that's not our intention, but it happens. It happens. All of us get a little bit prideful. It's human nature. So I can't really blame somebody for just being a human, okay? Because this happens to everybody. All of us can get on our little high horse at times, okay? I can, and so can you. You say, no, I can't. You're lying. You're lying. Yes, you can, okay? So I was like, okay, they need to give her another chance. Okay, so my YouTube community, my YouTube family, they were like, you are wrong, MVOTV. She's self-righteous. She's annoying. You know, she's this, she's that. And I said to them, I don't deny any of what y'all are saying. I actually agree with y'all. But what I was thinking was this, for what they need, for what they need, someone who can sit in that seat and do the job of the conservative, there's nobody better. She's the one who made that seat hot. And she was there for 10 years. They've struggled to find a conservative. Now I'm going to re use the word conservative and Republican interchangeably. Y'all, I know there's this whole big hoopla about there's a difference now between a conservative and blah, blah, blah. I'm not getting caught up in all that. I'm just going to use the words interchangeably. So I was saying to, to my listeners, y'all, think about what they're needing. She can do it. She's done it before. So unlike Abby Huntsman, they won't have to give her a talent coach. You know, unlike Megan McCain, who didn't know how to, express her opinions without, you know, giving us attitude, she can do it. Yes, we have to put up with the annoying, you know, whatever, but none of us have a perfect personality. So I was trying my best to be very fair and say, listen, yes, she has, you know, her annoying <laughs> personality, you know, quirks, but all of us have something, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So fast forward to last season, season 25. Okay. When they embarked on this whole journey of trying to find a conservative, y'all, I really went hard on it. Then I was like, Oh, this is her chance, girl, get it. Because to my knowledge, she wasn't working at that time. And uh, to my knowledge, her kids were getting older 
and I don't know if you realize this, but let me tell you something. When you live an exuberant lifestyle, you got to have exuberant money that keeps flowing in month after month. You can't keep living off of what you have because think about it. You think about what your electric electricity bill is and what your water bill is just on however many rooms you live. Now you multiply that if you live in a home with 10 rooms or a room, a home with six or seven rooms, not so there's money. It costs money to maintain these exuberant lifestyles. Think about how much the landscaping is on your, on a property, you know, and if you have several luxury cars, listen, those of us who have luxury cars will tell you they are very expensive to maintain. Okay. And the brake job on a luxury car ain't going to cost the same as a brake job on a Mazda. Okay. So you get the point I'm making. So I said, she needs the money. Cause I don't know. Is her husband retired? I mean, what's he doing? Is he an analyst somewhere? Okay. Whatever. Right. So anyway, so the bottom line is I was just really lauding her saying they need to give her another chance. You know, then come December, December of 2021, they're still in the heart of season 25 at this time. The women leave guys for their winter break and we get five leaks from the New York post. So if you were with me on the YouTube channel with the YouTube family, you heard about all these leaks because we went through all of them. Well, one of the leaks was that allegedly the executive producer, Brian Tedda, was not happy with any of the women who had auditioned for that chair up until that point. We also learned in one of the leaks from the New York Post during that time that some of the women that they wanted to come and audition, they refused to come because they weren't vaccinated. And at that time, I'm not sure if it's still a requirement, but at that time, in order to step foot in the, the view, uh, in the view studio, you had to be vaccinated and you also had to be boosted. Okay. And so, so I, I kept saying, this is the perfect opportunity, you know, and then there were people who were saying to me, no, she lives in Tennessee. And I'm like, okay, but Anna lives in Miami. I mean, these shows have budgets for this kind of stuff. They will fly her in just like they fly Anna in and they'll put her up in a plush New York hotel give her a per diem and car service and she'll be good to go. Okay. All right. So now let's fast forward to two and a half weeks ago, Wednesday, August 3rd, when Elizabeth came back for her fourth appearance since she was fired. I I had told my YouTube family, y'all, I said, you know, y'all, I can't say I'm going to come talk to y'all this week because this is the last week of the show. I want to enjoy the show as a viewer, not as a vlogger. Cause when I'm vlogging about the show, I have to take notes during the, you know, it's a whole thing. You know, I just want to want it to be like the old days <laughs> when I just used to sit and enjoy the show for me. So that's what I told them. So here comes August 3rd. Y'all, you can imagine that I am just like high, like so can I'm so excited. I can't wait to see how Elizabeth has matured and grown. And, and I was so disappointed. And I realized they were right. This girl hasn't grown. She's still just as annoying and self-righteous. I mean, it took everything in me not to turn the channel. I don't know how you felt when you saw her. I, and so it, it, I finally just realized I don't ever want to see Elizabeth on this show again, ever. Like, I don't need to see her. As a viewer, it's the same thing every time she comes. I don't need to see her anymore. Don't bring her back. Okay. Don't come back either. Don't even ask to come back. Okay. So I knew y'all that I was going to have to go to my YouTube family and humble myself and say, y'all were right. And I was wrong. So I did my family and I, we were going on vacation in New York. So after we got back and you know, all y'all know how it goes when you come home from vacation, you got to, you need a vacation from your vacation. Right. So 
once all that was settled, I came and I talked to them about Elizabeth and I said what I'm saying to you. I don't want to see her again. And that was a great shock to many of them because they had hurt me saying, championing her, give her another chance, blah, blah, blah. So now I want to talk to you about what disturbed me during that show. First of all, I don't know what Elizabeth was doing and, and I am not trying to throw shade at her. I am not trying to be funny. I'm telling you the truth. I really don't know what that girl was doing. Like I, I was wondering as I was watching, is she, is she trying to play a caricature here? Like a character rather? Like what is she doing? Because all this stuff that she's doing, it's coming across as weird. It's obnoxious behavior. It's annoying. So what is the point of it? Now you saw the show when she was there. So you know what I'm talking about, but in case you forgot, cause you know, life is busy, all the sticky notes, the towel, she even came out from behind the partition with what looked to me to be her Bible on some sort of electronic device. Okay. See another time she was there when she came to prom- promote her book point of view, she came out with a Bible. I, I came and I talked to them about that back then. I said, I don't know what this girl is doing. Like we, as Christians, we don't need to do that. It's a turn off to people who are not of like faith. Now we're going to get to that, but hold on. So like I said, the sticky notes, the towel, you know, coming out with whatever that was. Again, I assume it was her Bible on some sort of electronic device because that has been a pattern for her coming out with the Bible. Okay. And then the worst of all, she couldn't even just speak normally. She couldn't say a sentence without invoking God's name every two words. That's highly obnoxious and it's highly annoying and it's totally unnecessary. And you may be a Christian like I am, but surely you are emotionally mature enough to acknowledge what I'm saying. Hopefully you don't think that that's normal behavior. I don't care how long somebody's been. Now, if I were taught, if she were talking to a group of fellow Christians, we wouldn't think that we wouldn't think this, right? We'd say, okay, because we'd probably be doing the same thing because we are all of like faith and we know what we're talking about and we understand, you know, whatever. But when you're in a group of mostly unbelievers to your faith, you cannot come across, you can't do those types of things. It's a turn off to people. Hold on. I'm not done. Hold on. Then every time she disagreed with Whoopi, she had to say, but I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. You see, I what again, I wasn't sure. What is this girl doing? Does she think these things that she's doing is actually entertaining? Cause it's not, how could she be so far? I mean, surely she has a team. Surely somebody said to her, Elizabeth, you're annoying. Okay. Put your Bible away. Okay. Hush. Don't mention God's name again. Just speak normally to these people. You know, don't. Put your sticky note pad up. Don't do things that turn people off so that they don't even want to hear what you have to say because you behaved in such a weird manner. Or if it was me, I behaved in such a weirdo manner that they're like looking at you like, okay, I can't take anything you're saying seriously. So this is what I want to say. When I first gave my life to the Lord, I totally, like so many of you listening who are of of, of the Christian faith, I was very zealous, you know? I wanted everybody to believe in God. I wanted everyone to believe in Jesus. I wanted everyone to be a Christian. 
And so like Elizabeth, I used to do a lot of stuff that I didn't know at the time. It took someone sitting me down and talking with me and sharing the Old Testament scripture with me that says, he who wins souls is wise. And to point out to me, all of your behavior is unwise. You see? So I understood that she was trying to witness to them and make it clear that she was coming from a biblical point of view. So I did to that degree understand what she was doing, but I also understood how it came across. And here's the thing. If we are witnessing our faith to others, we need to be cognizant of how we are coming across to them. If our goal is for people to see us, see the way we live, and say, hmm, I'm curious to know about their God because I see that their faith sustains them in good times and in not so good times. I see that they actually live what they say. When they wrong someone, they make it right. When they do the wrong thing, they apologize. They take responsibility for their behavior. You know, I'm curious to know more about their faith and more about their God. You see, that's what we want. But again, if we can't, if we, by our behavior, you know, the big cross, a thousand bumper stickers, you know, in our car, you know, uh, a whatever, the big Jesus pin we wear on our, you know, whatever, all this, the stuff she was doing, as I mentioned, those things are turn, they're, they're a turnoff to folks. And I really thought that at her age and stage of life, Elizabeth should know that by now. Again, maybe she was trying to be entertaining, but I don't know why she would think those things were entertaining. It just made her look weird. That's all it did. That's all it did. And that's the truth. Ruth. <laughs> okay. So as I get ready to end, I will say this. This is why I'm saying and have said to my YouTube family, and I'm now saying it to y'all. I don't want to see as a viewer, as a viewer, I don't need to see that girl no more. Don't come back with that stuff. If you can't come and just sit and speak normally, don't come. Because your behavior is not helping your your testimony of Christ, your behavior is turning folks off. And you know what? Something else I do want to mention. Remember they had, uh, you know, she and Whoopi had that big old thing about abortion. And Elizabeth said, God thinks abortion is wrong. Let me tell you something as Christians, and I'm, I'm honing in on us because she's a Christian. Now, if she was of a different faith, I'd be talking to you from it, about this from a different perspective. If we're going to say in a debate or just in a conversation with somebody, God thinks and then fill in the blank, you want to know what needs to come immediately after that. And here's book, chapter, and verse where you can find that. If we're going to say to folks, God thinks abortion is wrong, we need to have book, chapter, and verse and of course, all of us who know our Bibles know there ain't no book, chapter, and verse for that. You say, you shouldn't say that as a Christian because then folks will think, let me tell you something, folks are going to do what they want to do anyway. Okay, if you hadn't learned that by now, where you been? Just like you're going to do what you want and you're going to believe what you want, folks are going to do and believe what they want. And they have a right to. What she should have said, what you and I should also do, when it comes to these types of subjects where we cannot find specific scriptures that discuss that specific issue, what we need to do is do what the apostle Paul did in the New Testament. What did he do? 
Remember when he was writing his letters to the various churches, he made a distinction between what God was saying versus what he was saying. So like, for instance, in the book of Corinthians, he would say to the Corinthian church, uh, the Lord is saying, and then he'd tell them what God had told him to tell them. Then he'd say, this is what I'm saying, not the Lord. See, he made a distinction as your brother in Christ, as one of the founders of the faith. I'm just, this is what I'm telling you, but God didn't tell me to tell you this, this is just me. But then this over here, this is what God told me to tell you. This is what God is saying. And see, as Christians, we need to take that same tact of wisdom that the Apostle Paul used. What she should have said, because there ain't no book, chapter, and verse for it. What she should have said is this. You know, I think that God thinks abortion is wrong because there are some scriptures in the Bible that talk about the sanctity of life and how God views life. And from those scriptures... I infer what God thinks about abortion because see, you be telling the truth then. But to say God thinks abortion is wrong, first of all, God looks at everyone's situation on an individual basis. And she sparked more confusion uh, by making that statement. Again, if you're going to say God thinks, fill in the blank, it doesn't have to be about abortion. It could be about anything. God thinks, fill in the, abor- uh, the, the blank. If you can't go, if I can't go and say, okay, and we can find that in uh, Ephesians 2, verse 5. If we can't do that, we need to do what Apostle Paul said. I think, so that people are clear, this is just coming from me, not from God, from me, based on blah, blah, blah. So Elizabeth, Elizabeth is not someone who comes to this show. You know, the bottom line is when people walked away, and I know because I looked at all the, not all, I don't want to exaggerate. I looked at a lot of comments on social media, the Facebook group, the Twitter page, the TikTok page, the Instagram page. I just want to get a feel overall for what people were saying. And I will tell you, when people got done watching the show, the folks who actually finished it, because a lot of them said they turned the channel because she was just that, you know, annoying. But when people walked away, you know, they didn't walk away saying, wow, Elizabeth made some great points today. Wow. You know, she presented a biblical worldview and that really piqued my interest because I'd never heard it discussed from that perspective. And so hmm, that's made me want to go and research on my own. You see, folks didn't walk away being influenced by Elizabeth's words. They walked away talking about her weirdo behavior. And as Christians, that's a clue to whether we made an impact or not. Do people walk away saying, Hey, that really helped me or, Hey, I really understand the issue better. Or, you know, that's really kind of made me kind of rethink my position on the issue. If that's what they walk away saying, Hey, we did, we, we did good. We can give ourselves a pat on the back. But if they walk away saying, child, Did you see all those sticky notes? And what was the towel about? If they walk away with that kind of stuff, what am I saying? If they walk away talking about our behavior, guys, that's a big clue to whether we made an impact or whether we didn't. In her case, the answer is didn't make an impact. So that's what I wanted to talk with y'all about. I don't want to see her again. And and I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm I'm just telling you, for me as a viewer, I'm I'm done now. You know? She had her opportunity. She blew it. (laughs) That's the way I see it. That's truly the way I see it. You know, Um, this was an opportunity 
for her to come to this show. And yes, she has a right to present a biblical worldview of the issues. But as you can see, her packaging for that was totally, totally a turnoff. You know, I used to say, and I still say this from time to time, but if you're with me on, uh, with, in the YouTube family, you know I used to say this a lot. Are we giving, giving people our opinion on China or trash can lid? Because see, the way we package things does matter. So, you know, is it on China or a trash can lid? Think about her behavior. Was it China or a trash can lid? Well, if it's China, people want it. <laughs> They're like, give it to me. But if it's a trash can lid, people are, re are repulsed. You know, they just say, oh, child, I'll just, uh, ain't, I ain't as hungry as I thought I was. <laughs> I don't want to know the information the, the way I thought I did. And so that's, that's kind of the thing there. So I don't know, you know, in season 26, we have a lot going on here in the U.S. We know that um, the January 6th select committee hearings are supposed to resume in September. And y'all, only God, and I mean that literally, only God knows what all is going to come out, who all is going to decide to testify. Maybe they, they're against testifying now, but maybe in September they may reach out to the committee and say, okay, I'm going to tell you what I know. So we don't know what's going to happen with those hearings and what's going to be presented and what effect that's going to have on our country. Okay. So then we also have the midterms coming in November. We also have people are going to be telling us and throwing their hat in the ring for president and vice president. So that's a whole thing. So season 26 of the show in terms of the conversations are going to be probably some of the most interesting the show has had since Trump was running for president because it was such a, not, not because he was interesting, but because it was such a hoopla is what I'm saying. It, it created a whole lot of noise and buzz. And, and so, you know, will they bring Elizabeth back for season 26 to guest co-host? I hope not. I hope not. I feel like she blew her opportunity. I feel like she turned all those folks off there, not just us in front of the camera, but folks, you know, they, Brian Tedder was probably like, God, make it go by quicker. Let's just, when is this segment going to be over? Right. Um, and we haven't gotten any leaks about what all went on behind the scenes the day she was there, but I'm really hoping we will get it because I am sure that if that's how she was behaving in front of the camera, that she might've been even worse behind the scenes. I don't know you know, or in the morning meeting, I really don't know, you know. Um, but for me, if I see her again in season 26, I can't say I'm going to watch the show that day. And that's saying a lot for me because normally I don't miss a show. Even when I'm traveling, I listen to the podcast because I really love The View. And I'm one of those viewers, I've stuck with the show through all, all the changes, you know, because I don't watch it for a specific person necessarily. I watch it because, you know, listen, it was a groundbreaking show that so many shows have copied, you know, and I'm a woman and I'm a very opinionated woman, as you know. And so I love to sit and listen to other opinionated women, give their thoughts on whatever's going on. You know, that's my tribe, you know, that's me. So, you know, if she comes, I just can't, I just can't, I can't watch that show. And, and like I said, that's going to just be, you know, really hard for me, but I, I just can't, bear that anymore. <laughs> Even if I was, if I think if I wasn't a Christian, I would be like repulsed. But as a Christian, I just know she looked, she looked very foolish. Again, I understand her heart and that she wanted to witness, but her whole packaging was trash can lid. It's like, girl, you ought to know better than that. 
How are you how are you influencing these folks when they can barely stand to listen to you because you can't even speak a sentence without mentioning God's name every two to three words? You're being a weirdo. You're acting weird. Maybe she's not a weirdo. So maybe I shouldn't say that, but she was acting like a weirdo. Okay. You know, you just think about it. If you were sitting and talking to somebody and they mentioned the word spiders every two or three words, you would be trying to figure out how can I get away from this person? You know, something's wrong here. Okay. So guys, that's what I want to chat about. Thank you for listening. I know if you're a Christian, you're probably very upset, but listen, you know, you're just going to have, listen, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to be upset with me. Listen, I have to be able to come and tell you what I think and let the chips fall where they may. You know, that's a part of doing something like this. You know, it is kind of what it is. So guys, thanks so much for listening. Listen, don't forget to check the description box. Don't forget to um, subscribe to the YouTube channel too. Don't just subscribe to the uh, podcast on the podcasting platform, but the radio program is also still, we're still on YouTube. Listen, I plan to be on YouTube until the show goes off the air, you know, whenever that is, you know, so, um, but yeah, and I always put everything there first because um, again, that's just where I started. So I'm just used to being there. Um, but these newer platforms, you know, because it's all a hobby for me because I actually have a job. So it takes a lot of time and I'm the only person that that's doing this. Like I don't have a helper or anything like that. I don't need one either, but you get what I'm saying. So, um, make sure you're subscribed to both locations where you are now and the YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah. So guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a fantastic day. This is my view on the view radio. I'm your host MVO TV. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye, guys.